Okay, cool. So, um, welcome to Popcast. Uh, this is our new uh, podcast about all things, really, I suppose, but um, music stuff too. Um, if you're listening this week, then uh, the week it's released, then uh, fair play to you. I guess uh, we need some way of saying thank you for being the OGs or the like first uh, super massive fans of Popcast and everything that this is going to become. Um, We've got big plans here, people. Um, but yeah, I'll have to think of a way of saying thank you to you lot who are here from the start. Um, equally, if you're listening to this um, because you've just listened to a later episode and you've decided it was just that good um, that you needed to go from the beginning, then <laughs> I'm proud of you. Hello, uh, thanks for doing it properly and uh, getting everything you can from this uh, insane new music podcast. Um, also, hope things have chilled out a little bit for all you people that are in the uh, like listening from the future. Um, everyone's currently talking about how mad 2020 is, which I mean, I say currently, it's kind of been the theme of the year so far, uh, hasn't it? But um, yeah, I hope this podcast finds you in a good place and uh, like me you're excited about what music and this wonderful industry has to offer for people like you and me uh, so I guess I should tell you why I decided to set up this podcast <laughs> um, we're gonna create hopefully one day no wait I, sh I shouldn't say hopefully scratch that we are gonna create um, the best online music hub for people who love music, um, like to talk about music, want to be able to play music, already do play music and need some career advice. Um, God knows I've been there. Uh, actually, I don't think I'll ever stop needing help with that. Um, a career in music was once a complete enigma um, to me, and in fairness, that fog has sort of descended again um, over the last few months. But basically, we're here because... I'm sure, like me, um, many of you out there have sat in masterclasses and, or trailed the internet listening to countless amounts of very motivational, inspiring videos about very cool, cool people within the music industry and they've all done amazing things and um, had opportunities and how they've managed to cap capitalise on those opportunities. But if, like me, you've done that and still felt like after con consuming all that information um you sat there um like cool now what on earth do i actually do um then i want to start making inroads into answering that question um and maybe move past the world of motivation and inspiration and um although i realize how important that is it'd be good to move to um towards a point where you can come to podcast and find more of an education on um, some of the things you can do to improve your current state of musicianship and your career. Um, so to start with, here's a little bit about my career so far. I'm 23. Um, I've been maybe what you could call a professional music for the last seven years in that I've been paid to create music in some capacity for that long um when i was 16 i was on the voice uk and that was cool got to meet kylie minogue she's nice and that bloke from the kaiser chiefs um ricky wilson uh, he seemed like a nice bloke too and um tom jones was like a fluffy orange man that um was like 
uh, your granddad that's moved to Spain and got like the tan, but is still like as Welsh as they could possibly be. Um, but I mean, I'm still waiting for the like elusive record deal that somehow these types of programs make people think um, they'll present themselves on some kind of magic carpet. Um, after like my little mug has made its way from like Bolton, which is just outside of Manchester in the UK, if you don't know, and winds up on national television for a few minutes. Um, but yeah, I mean, it didn't quite happen like that. <laughs> anyway, it was uh, it was good fun, um, nonetheless, and um, I had, like great life experience, and I would completely recommend it just for the stories. Um, so if you're thinking of doing any of those um, TV programs, then it's good fun, but it's just, it's TV, you know? Anyway, I should say that before, like, all that happened, I'd um, played gigs in um, the United States, Europe, Africa. Africa was wild. Um, we did shows to, like, uh, 10,000 people in um, open-air concerts. Um, oh, I performed at a fashion show once. Um, this is potentially one of the most bizarre evenings of my whole life. Um, but I got presented with a, a check, like as in the money, um, live on stage and legit nearly got kidnapped twice that evening. Um, it's the first time I've ever had a, a security escort. And if you ever need perspective on how like lucky you are and like, please don't take this with any ounce of malice or like towards anybody, um, in the world that is um but if you visit like visiting parts of africa will <laughs> change your life um and that perspective um and all that was t- two years after nearly dying from a blood poisoning um and a untreated appendicitis um why, why am i telling you this <laughs> um no it's all got relevance and the relevance is this um one thing that i've realized is that in order to create a career in music um, and possibly find success in many areas of life, you have to be incredibly resilient. And um, it's so easy to take for granted how incredible and life-changing music is and what a privilege it is to be able to create that life-changing experience for other people or... (laughs) Even just make sure that a few people um, have a good time down the pub. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, at the moment, I'm a singer, a songwriter, I make music for my own originals band and also write with other artists, either um, for briefs from publishers or through collaborations. And I'm a gigging musician when there's not a pandemic going down. Um, I've played in all sorts of bands. I've ran a function and events band that eventually was up to about 150 gigs a year, again, pre-pandemic. Um, and finally, I'm a music educator and I'm so incredibly passionate about passing on this amazing thing of music um, to more people because it's just so good to have it in your life. And uh that's why we're here. That's why I do what I do. There's nothing like that feeling of when you walk out on stage. There's nothing like the feeling when you unlock the next bit of the song that you're writing. And most of all, there's no greater feeling of teaching and empowering other people who really like truthfully want to experience those things too.
at this point, I just wanted to tell you that I'm launching a series of courses on my website, um, joekeegan.co.uk, and you can, at the moment, they're up for pre-order. Um, the first course, um, I believe this podcast will be out by then, but the first course was um, released on the 1st of um, September, and that was the Vocal Development Program for Beginners. But eventually, um, like I said, they're all out for pre-order at the moment, but uh, eventually you'll be able to um, do courses in songwriting, um, vocals, um, performance direction and stagecraft, and um, also a course in music theory. And there'll be three levels of the courses, so you can do a beginners, a developers, and a pro level of all those four things. And they're, they're, I'm absolutely so proud of what we've made here um these are the kind of courses that um i wish like 16 year old me um not to say that these courses are for young people but um you know for they're for all ages but um 16 year old me would have really benefited from um some of the advice that i can now give in hindsight um and really got a bit of a head start um you know as i mentioned earlier that i've been in professional music now for seven years and if I'd known um what I do now obviously if I'd known it then then uh, I, I could have maybe progressed a little bit faster and made some less mistakes along the way and um hindsight's a wonderful thing isn't it um but these are the kind of things that I want to share with you um so if you're interested um in any of those subjects that I just mentioned um I highly recommend that you take a look at the courses that we've got uh, on joekeegan.co.uk forward slash shop okay so in future episodes we'll dive into all the bits of work i just mentioned um there and how they make up the foundations to a, a career in music for me and we'll also be speaking to other people within the music industry and so you get a bit more of a um, take on things than not just the way that I see the world um you'll hear about like their life and all the all that good stuff um but and one thing I'm really keen on and I mentioned this a little bit earlier is to make sure that you actually feel like there's elements of things that you feel you can replicate or implement into your own life and develop a, a career in contemporary commercial music so this next segment is called Now. Here's my perspective on some of the realizations I've had over the last four years. So um, for the last four years, I've been studying a, a bachelor's mu Bachelor of Music degree in popular music vocals at the Royal Northern College of Music or the RNCM in Manchester. And I absolutely loved it. Um, university was a very like comfortable environment for me. Um, but the funny thing is, it was never really about the degree. I I did um, just graduate with a first, but um, the real reason I was there was I felt like I needed time to work out how to make a living from music, um, whether that was going to be that, um, uh, you know, eventually end up as a big shot A-lister with some like insane touring life um, that maybe like 15-year-old me was dreaming of, uh, or if it's just that I'd... <laughs> I had worked out a way that I could make money and sing every day. My only goal was to make money, all my money from music. Simple, right? <laughs> um, 
so here's a how a potential like portfolio of work might look at my current level of professional music and then maybe we can chat about how I'm going to move forward and build a more sustainable career in music. Um, my caveat to this whole thing is that you never know what opportunity is going to present itself like tomorrow, next week, next year. So that my way that my workload is set up at the moment will inevitably change based on that simple fact. Um, and that being said, also, I think that there's no nothing more important than earning the right to be where you are. Um, if I find big success in music, whatever that means, um, now I know that it's because in the last three years I've played over 350 gigs and to loads of people and now I feel like I could walk out at the O2 arena and just have fun, like enjoy that experience. Um, I've studied the methodology of singing and physiology of singing, so I know that when I'm teaching, um, I'm not just teaching someone to sing, I'm teaching them how they sing. You know, if you're going to get a vocal coach, I think that's a massive distinction to look for. Um, but you get the point. So in a week, if you play in a small band or um, and build, if you play in small bands and build a good base of venues that you can perform in regularly, um, you might find you could um, generate something like £80 each um, playing in pubs um, or small bars and venues for two to three four-piece bands maybe um it's good fun and while everyone else is spending their money getting drunk and having a great time um you're also having a great time but you're playing and you're earning money and if you do this um three times a week usually like a thursday friday saturday and a sunday afternoon maybe um you could make 240 quid for relatively little work it's a great place to learn your craft. If you can make a bunch of drunk people who came to the pub purely to drink and believe by the end of the night that they really came because of how amazing your performance was, um, you'll absolutely smash it when you get to play original gigs where people have actually paid and are excited to see you. Um, you can believe me there because I've done it. Uh, also, I will add that if you're a solo act, you could triple that figure. Um, you know, you could be making maybe 150 pounds an evening rather than 80 but i prefer having the companionship of um my mates playing with me um like camaraderie um is part of why i love music like sharing it with other people being on stage with other people it's just it's good fun um there's no better feeling than that um now the musicians union rates i believe at the moment are about 130 pounds um so you might think you're under the mark, they're playing in small venues and pubs and bars, but got to remember that they have to earn money too. And um, it's not about undervaluing music, it's just knowing where, you know, say putting a flat fee of £130 on a gig is all well and good until um, somebody else has to make money too. Um, so then there's function and events work where um, they, <laughs> that can be insanely well paid, but um, often includes more travel and working with a lot of musicians you um, don't really know. Um, so there's upsides and downsides to doing a lot of that work. Um, but again, if you have your own events band and you play with those people regularly and you genuinely enjoy it, and um, then it's also good fun. And like I said, better pay. All of that advice is completely useless until you can actually get so you're welcome. 
Um, so then on top of that, there's also remote recording work um, and that can be done midweek anytime, depending on what you play and how much um, you like your neighbors. Um, building a reputation and a reliable returning customer base is the is the thing there. Um, once you've got your recording gear and you can make a good quality recording with it, you could charge some fairly decent rates for you know a few hours work. Um, for instance, you could charge maybe 50 quid um, to track vocals, including backup vocals and probably any amendments that um, the person that's books you wants to change if there's anything um, they want differently, do differently. And it might take you an hour, an hour, or an hour and a half to get that done. And um, maybe you could grow this to approximately something that you do twice a week. So that's another hundred quid um, a week. And it's work that you can do like at your leisure in your pajamas. It's, you know, <laughs> um, songwriting is a bit more sporadic in terms of actually generating an income. Um, it relies on a fairly long chain of people um, to like your song um if you're working through publishers and don't have a deal with them you're just a songwriter um but if your song does get cut by an artist then it can be recurring passive income every time the song gets airplay on the radio or if an act tours and plays your song um through the performing rights society you can earn a lot of money from um that kind of thing if you really know your stuff and then you throw in five to ten hours of teaching a week you could make an additional additional 150 to 300 pounds a week um, in private music lessons. Um, now the challenge there is advertising your tutelage and building up a student base. But you can see there from fairly small beginnings, you can actually, um, it's possible to make on the low end of the scale up to about 640 pounds a week from approximately 21 hours of work. Um, and obviously that's all really easy to write down on paper, but and obviously the reality is really quite challenging and that challenge is because it's all business that you have to generate yourself and that is a whole other podcast in itself <laughs> so my question for you this week is um and you can let me know your thoughts by emailing me at joe at joekegan.co.uk or via uh, any social media on joe at joekegan.music, at joekegan.music, that is. Um, what makes music impactful or have feeling? Um, there's no wrong answer, and it could be based on your own opinion or research you've seen that I'd love to read, by the way, so let me know. Um, but yeah, get in touch. I mentioned earlier that I'm a um, music educator and by that I mean I teach a wide variety of things within music or all of the things that I've mentioned that I have um, courses in um, on my website but um, main the main bulk of my teaching hours is made up of singing lessons and vocal coaching and this week I had a bit of a new experience as a music educator um, to me, singing is the perfect way to get things off my chest, and that makes perfect sense. Um, not talking about writing my own songs here or using words to explain um, how I feel or what I mean. Um, I think using words is inherently flawed when you're talking about feeling because it's so easy to misunderstand a sentence. And I'm sure that not just singers but other musicians would agree with me that playing music that agrees with how you feel can really help straighten out your thoughts. Um, 
this is one of the reasons that I'm so passionate about educating other people musically because I know how much you can get from it. But this week I had a student um, and she broke down in one of her lessons. It was, um, she was singing a song called She Used to Be Mine by Waitress. Um, and she was doing a good, like great job to be fair. But um, then when she was talking about the song, she started to cry and saying like, this song is about me. This song is me. Now, for anyone that knows the song, this lady, she's not a waitress and she had no ambitions of becoming a baker, <laughs> which is what the lyrical content of the song is. But the sentiment of the song really resonated with her. So after a brief chat about what was getting to her and some reflection on her own life, we finished the lesson <laughs> laughing and singing Lean On Me. Um... But yeah, it made me think that like if I'm not feeling great and I sit at a piano or if I'm in tip-top shape and I feel the best I've ever been, then I grab a guitar. There's always a song that comes to mind that matches how I feel. And playing music always means that I can share those feelings that, that you know, I can somehow share that with, even if I'm in a room by myself. If that makes sense, then... I hope that makes sense. Let me know. Um, but yeah, I shared that question from the beginning of this segment um, with a group of um, friends of mine who are songwriters. Oh, by the way, I have a songwriters group on Facebook. So if you're a songwriter and you want to join the group, maybe send me a demo or something that I can have a listen to and um, I'll let you into the group. It's a great place to set up collaborations with songwriters from all over the world. Um, we already have members from China, New Zealand, all over the US and Europe. So yeah, um, send in your demos and let me know and maybe you can join in that. It's called um, the Song Development Program. Um, so if you search it on Facebook, you'll find it. Um, but like I said, yeah, it's, um, you can get gain access. I can accept you into the group. But um, yeah, send me your demos first. Anyway, um, there's some interesting thoughts. Um, I won't quote them directly or exactly because... Um, I'll just give you the gist of the responses I had. Um, somebody, that, like the first thing I was expecting in a group of songwriters that it would be all like quite wishy-washy, a bit kind of like emotional. <laughs> or like edging towards like a negative bias um, in terms of more sad songs, I suppose. But um, the first one was about groove and danceability. And um, that was interesting. Um, the guy was saying like, the like head nodding factor is a is a huge thing for him in terms of like music that he can get on board with um yeah uh and then obviously there was the kind of like majority of the comments were based on um like sadder songs and lyrical content and um emotional delivery of a vocal line which is something that i really um push in my um vocal coaching and on those online courses that you can take <laughs> shameless plug uh joe joe keegan sorry joe keegan.co.uk forward slash shop if you're interested <laughs> um but yeah it's i think that's the most important thing is um as a singer your job is to make people understand the music yeah and that's not necessarily just the words it's the music um interestingly almost all of them felt that the your current mood had a massive impact on the way you receive a piece of music 
which is interesting because it really like absolves songwriters of the responsibility to make someone feel something. If you're of the mindset that their listener's mood is the reason they relate or don't relate to a song, then you are almost rendered powerless. Um, and I think um, that didn't quite sit right with me. Um, I've always thought that or when I write songs, it's because I want to share or I want to make something that's somebody else is going to... Like, the point of music is to feel something, right? I don't know. Just my thoughts. <laughs> um, another response that I found was quite interesting was that music has the ability to make you reflect, um, which, in my opinion, is, again, a complete counter-argument to the pre previous comment because it suggests that the creative music, you have the ability to almost regenerate a specific emotion or attachment to maybe a memory or a specific life event for someone. But like, finally, like clearly it's obvious that music is so subjective. Um, but I think one thing that, um, you know, obviously it's subjective, everyone's got a different opinion, but I think one thing that all musicians in all walks of life could really take on board is that we are here to serve consumers of music. You might be the best musician in the world, but so what if people don't listen or don't want to listen? Um, that's the deal if you're on stage performing or if you're writing songs for the first place. In the first place, your job is to entertain people, not necessarily show them how good you are. That's evident naturally, but it's about um, creating a connection. The 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 power in me this is getting a bit wishy-washy even for me but like the the real strength in and i think the reason that people love music is that they go and they have an experience that's like connected if you agree with me let me know drop me an email joe at joekegan.co.uk I really hope you've enjoyed this first episode of podcast. Um, it's been great fun to put together. And um, like I said, get in touch with me um, at Joe Keegan Music or email me joe at joekegan.co.uk and let me know your thoughts. Um, they'll be out every Sunday uh, until the end of time. Uh, don't hold me to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, keep an ear out and uh, we'll see you next week.